in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Ted Sokol, and joined by my co-host and uh, scare film aficionado, Chris Dewar. This Potential Pick, we are viewing Malignant, the 2021 American horror film directed by James Wan from a screenplay by Akela Cooper, based on original story by Wan, Ingrid Bisu, and Cooper. This film uh, is about a woman... Uh, who begins to have visions of, of horrific murders, uh, only to realize that uh, these events may be happening in real life. And uh, it's a really, really interesting take. This film, um, again, with a lot of these films that we've seen, was you know meant to be out um, probably earlier in the year, and this is one of our simultaneous releases where we get in theaters as well as HBO Max for one month before home release. So right off the bat, I was... Uh, you know, Chris and I know here, I'm not a huge horror fan, but I was interested and intrigued about this right from the get-go of the trailer. Now, we're not going to give any spoilers away, but we're going to give a little bit of our hot takes about here with the casting and all that. Uh, right off the bat, you know, Chris, what were your thoughts like seeing the trailer and when you when you saw the film, what was your initial thoughts here? Well, James Wan is uh, no stranger to the horror genre. That's really been his big bread and butter for a long time, pre pre before him getting into you know, Fast and Furious and his take on Aquaman. Um, you know, we had the Conjuring series, we had the Insidious series. So we've had we've had a lot that he's uh, really been a big part of. And even some of the other Conjuring movies that were spinoffs, um, he was a producer on. And so it was like, oh, this is going to be a return to James directing a horror movie. And it looked interesting. It looked like, um, like oh, is this... Uh, it, it kind of gave me a little vibes of lights out a little bit where there's some shadowy figure that she's seen, but she can't quite tell if it's real or not. And then obviously there's something um, a little darker in tone here of uh, what's going on. Is this a psychosis? Is, is this dreams or is there something really there? So that, that it's an interesting premise. And again, there's something uh, favorable of, we're now in that fall season. This is, you know, we, we, we get horror movies. We get horror movies year round. That's just what it is. But there's just something about when they come out in the fall, closer to Halloween. It's just kind of like the building blocks. And so I was excited to check this out. And this movie is one that I think it's hard to pinpoint really the, the genre it is because it's really a, a mix of a couple genres. And some could find this movie uh, truly terrifying and scary. Some could find it a little goofy and funny. And then some could find it uh, just a popcorn like blockbuster in a way. It's kind of a, a an interesting take on how it was all combined to make this film. I think it was a unique premise and it gets it gets a little definitely in that line of is this actually factually possible uh, in medical terms or is it one of those? It's a horror movie. You got to go with the flow and just enjoy the ride, um, you know, kind of thing. But you as someone that is, uh, you're not the biggest horror buff, but you've uh, slowly but surely been getting more into horror uh, through our friendship and other means. Uh, what was your thoughts on Malignant? You know, I don't know if you've seen many of the Conjuring movies and stuff, but James Wan likes to do these styles where 
you don't always see the scary thing, but this definitely had a, a huge gore side to it as well. I think that was some new territory for him was he really turned up the gore factor. Yeah, I agree. There was a good amount of gore in here. I really interested my, my thought process going to this film. There were there were a few jump scares, but it really was more of the psychological, um, you know, trippiness of it. It had a really interesting, what I liked about it, had like even the poster itself. It looks like a Stranger Things kind of like take on it. Very, very 80s. I think the score was really well done. I really like the use of the Pixies Where Is My Mind with a little bit of a techno remix. That, that plays into a lot of scenes there. So the music and even the quiet moments. And there's a lot of interesting twists and things like, wait, is this happening? What's going on? So definitely questioning things throughout the film. And when you get to the end, the third act, then you're going back and like, oh, this is why this happened, that one. So I found myself piecing together. Um, it's just a words, people getting you know killed. Um, but I'm, I'm piecing things back together here and trying to, oh, this makes sense for that. So I thought that was really well done. Got to give it to the casting. I thought... Um, the uh, Annabelle Wallace, who plays the the main actress in this, um, you know, she has uh, has gotten um, quite a few act, uh, acting credits, um, more in TV shows with the Tudors and Peaky Blinders. But um, my first uh, foray in her was her in a role in The Mummy, which unfortunately was kind of panned. But this one, I really showed off some great acting chops. There's a lot of great. There's a couple of stereotypical horror, you know, characters and some stock characters. But you know, I did like. It's very. Um, there's a lot of powerful, you know, strong women as a female, you know, led uh, horror movie. And I think, you know, maybe uh, for a modern take, you know, thinking of the same vein of, you know, we've got uh, the, the um, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, Halloween. we got these very strong female presences. I really did enjoy that. So, you know, I thought it was really kind of a bonkers kind of movie at times. And I, I was digging the vibe. Yeah, it gets to points where... Um, it is fantastic acting from Annabelle Wallace. And this is a, a, a mixed cast of, again, some that I think are uh, a lot of fun to watch and some that I think had to be going into the, the situation they're given with the script. And uh, But there's there's a, a, a turn in this film where you start to realize that um, just how they filmed several sequences in the middle and especially the end this gets into a category I've never really seen in a horror movie. This not one that I can think of comes to mind where it is like full on intense, awesome action sequences, which throws you off. Cause you didn't expect that, which don't expect at all from a horror movie. No. Um, where in a way you're rooting for the killer to kind of just like <laughs> go on this rampage. Um, I mean, we kind of get that a little bit, you know, that's why we keep going back to seeing the, the Michael Meyer films and, you know, the Jason films, but there was something about this where it was, it, I've never seen something like this done before. And it, it's one where I was like, oh, I'd want to watch the behind the scenes to see how they filmed this with the stunt crew and makeup, because there's just some stuff in this that gets real bonkers. And again, it goes into the, almost like a, because of the medical side of this whole film, you could almost put it to like the old school horror vibes of like the science laboratory, you know, like Frankenstein, and you know uh, dr jekyll and mr hyde there's like a taking that formula but an advanced version of a whole different you know psychosis and and i kind of like that there was you know like the mental institute uh i i've always fascinated by movies that do mental institute stuff because honored asylums you know uh, it had a great a great setting for that that was a great setup it begins in hospital and ends in a hospital Ooh, it's a full circle here uh, we'll just say that much, but uh, no, I agree with you. And I think um, 
there's still a lot of unanswered questions, let's say that throughout the film, that make you still wonder, you know, could there be more for this, uh, maybe another franchise one has enhanced, who knows? Yeah, this 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 left off in a way where it's like, this could be the start of a series of films if they wanted to go that far. And it'd be cool to see where they could go with it um, if they wanted to expand it that way. I will say though, you and I kind of both agree that um, although there was uh, fantastic acting from a couple of the actors, it felt a little stereotypical with some of the other characters, which is, uh, not surprising it's typically a thing you see in horror films but not to these days it shouldn't be a lot of stuff a lot of stuff has to kind of fall into just you know how it is and it's like oh yes um but yeah we had um michelle brianna white as detective regina moss uh and george young as detective kokoa shaw they they were the kind of the main cops on the case and although there were some great action sequences with uh kokoa chasing the killer down it just felt like very like oh it's the stereotypical cops on the chase of the killer they don't really serve a huge purpose there no you don't really dive into them very much which is unfortunate and and even like you know uh emily the main character her sister at one point comes in and like notices the guy cop and the guy cop kind of takes a fancy to her i'm like again a stereotypical like they're not actually going to hook up in the course of the movie but uh, you know it's like we have no romance in this movie, so we allude a little bit to <laughs> a potential, you know, with that. And on, so. and, on, and on that end, I could see with a lot of what, there was a lot of moments in this movie where there's drama and these spots where I think this material as a movie is, is decent, but I think it would have been better served. It could have been really well served as a series or a limited series just because of the beats and maybe delving more into these characters. I think it would, it could have, you know, like I said, you know, some of those moments are like, wait a second, tune in next time, malignant, you know, but again, that's just, that's just my two cents on that. Yeah. I wonder, you know, and that's the, we brought up a lot in the last several months is where we've, we've seen really good quality when it comes to horror series uh, and we got midnight mass coming up. So um, yeah, I wonder, but you know, for, for what the movie was, I thought it was fun, dumb, and just loud, and some stuff I had not seen in a horror movie. So uh, I think it's a, a good one to go check out. And if you're not going to make it out to the theater, at least you got the ability to watch it right there on HBO Max, which is uh, perfect. But if you're going to do that, you know, turn off all the lights and uh, you know, really set the mood. Come on, people, it's a horror film. Don't watch it in the daylight. I re- watched it the right way, so make sure you watch it now and check that out. And once again, this was this edition of. Potential picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Potential Podcast or on Twitter at the Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, the Potential Podcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, Know Know your your potential. potential.